0: Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, season two. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast. And as usual, if you're new here, welcome. I really hope you enjoy it. And if you come from a previous podcast, you know what you are. You're a legend. Thank you for coming back. Right, it's another midweeker overnighter uh with my mate Alex. Um as of this time, um I don't know what lake I'll be jumping on. Uh, obviously you know by the title now. Um I'm hoping it's gonna be Legends Lake. I really want to get back on that lake again, but obviously dependent on you know how busy it's you know it's gonna be. Um currently going through a heat wave at the moment. Um has been quite uncomfortable to sleep in the nights at home in your in your in your bed. So um it's gonna be a welcome night on the bivy bank side I think it's gonna be a lot lot cooler um but the weather today uh, yesterday we were hitting highs of 30 um I think that looking at the weather today the highs is gonna, only going to be 28 and that's like at four o'clock um I'll be getting down the bank say about six o'clock and that's like 27 degrees and then it slowly drops off down there um it looks like we're going to get a low of 19 which is still quite hot but it will be nice um there is predicted some uh funders showers so that that should be quite nice um bring it on don't mind that uh pressure's looking about 119 to 122 uh, which is higher than last week but you know as you know alex did um he had one out last week or, and lost two more was it i think it was so um you know i'm not writing it off it's not ideal carp conditions you know but we can still catch carp we can still catch carp guys so i'm super buzzing as i said um Still trying to decide what bait to use. I, I guess some of it would depend on um, you know what lake I'm on and what swim I'm in. But um, no doubt I'll be using the Atlantic heat as usual. Um, what I'm thinking of doing this time, because er- in every podcast I talk about like the craze and then battering my bait and eating it and stuff and how I don't feel confident enough uh, fishing them wrapped up. Um, I think that I'm going to use... Uh, and hard hooker. I've, Alex did an order the other day from Baitworks and I said, oh, can you order me some hard hookers? Um I don't think he's had that order yet, but I know Alex has got some himself so I know he'll let me take a couple of them so I think I'm gonna borrow a couple of them and most definitely put um one of the hard hookers, Atlantic Heat on, on one of them. Um not white but um you know I just it is what it is and I'm just getting a bit peed off with the craze. Um it's just amount of time, effort and hours that's been lost like you know the craze like eating the bait and stuff you know I, I need to try and stop that and but at the same time i need to feel comfortable with how i'm fishing and as i said you know going back to what i just said a second ago, i just don't feel comfortable with them then wrap baits if i'm fishing in the middle of the lake i quite happily put out one of those fluorocarbons out there um and, and not wrap it and i think that's the way forward i'm gonna have to go unfortunately um it is what it is also not forgetting tiger nuts um I, I do like using them. I might put one of them out. Um, I don't know. Which, well, oh God, here we go. I'm rambling again. But yeah, that are my thoughts just rushing from head right now. Um, as of yet, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, definitely, I think one's going to be a hard hooker. I think that, that's going to work in all situations, scenarios, uh, whatever it may be later on. So yeah, here we go, guys. That's the weather update on it. That's the plan. That's me super buzzed up. Looking forward to it. And I shall catch you guys bankside well not bankside I'm good at doing that aren't I? I'm good at actually starting my podcast up and you know talking and saying see you bankside then I jump back on but I just wanted to share a bit of excitement with you that I don't think yeah not yeah 99.9% sure I've not brought it up yet but um me and Alex have got planned um for overnighters uh, uh beginning of August which I can't wait so yeah it's um in fact yeah are beginning of August we're um We're doing four overnighters. The plan is to get on Legends Lake and literally, you know, work our damn socks off to try and, you know, catch some carp out of there. Uh, The beauty of doing obviously four overnighters in a row, um, we can see what's going on throughout the day and stuff. And that, you know, if we need to move, move. We're not going to be lazy anglers and just sit in one swim all week because that just won't be productive. You know, that's just not not how we're going to work this. You know, we are going to work hard. We're going to move. I'm going to bet up a few spots here and there, but yeah, I'm not going to talk about too much now. I just wanted to share my excitement about that. Uh, That's the beginning of August. That podcast will probably end up hitting um, maybe like, I don't know, it's going to be middle of August. I don't know, but yeah, that would be a one long solid podcast. I will make it all one um, most likely. Uh, Yeah, so I'm not gonna to talk too much about it, but yeah, just wanted to drop that in there so you can give you guys something, hopefully something to look forward to. Um, I know I'm buzzing about it and I can't wait. But yeah, so that's that, guys. And this time I will see you bankside, guys. Well, we're here, guys, and the good news is there's only one other bivy up, and I think someone, well, someone else is here, for Vision, but they got their their bivy as well. So, like, well, not in the swim yet, but they normally do nights here, and so I wouldn't be surprised if they're gonna do a night. Um, I've come into the first swim, which is the car Park swim. Um, so the, the, one of the reasons why I picked this is the bank to the right of me is closed still. So I, I know no one's going to go over there. So i am kind of almost guaranteeing myself, you know, free water. Also, I'm in the corner as well. So oh, definitely definitely gives me a bit of a chance. Um, it is really hot still. So there's a, quite a few carp on top, so it does pose a question of zig rigs. You're not know, allowed to use zig rigs overnight here. Um... Which is what I found out, so that's out, out the question, really. So, if I do zigfish, it's only going to be up to like, you know, half nine, and then I have to switch to bomb baits, which I guess is not really a problem. I've got, I've got a decision to make. Um, definitely happy where I am, though, I must admit. Um, well, let's get them out. Oh, it's so hot, guys. Honestly, it's so hot. Let's get them out. Let's see what I can do. I'll update you guys as I go along. Right, guys, the rods are finally out. It's taken a while, so I've really taken my time doing it. Um, okay, so we start on the left-hand side rod. So the left-hand side rod has gone to the boat to the right-hand side. Um, <laughs> it would be what not. Um, there's a dead tree there on the margins. Um, apparently that's quite a good spot. Um, I put the marker rod out before I put it out to have a feel around. There's a nice bit of gravel there, and it's uh, five foot deep. So I've got it on a nice bit of gravel, um, five foot deep by this dead tree. Um, it's fishing slack lines on that one. And I've got Atlantic heat uh, hard pop-up. Alex has given me some, which is, I knew he would because he's a legend. It's a hard on that. And I'm fishing that on a PVA bag just to, you know, if it does go down and for some reason there's something down there that it snags on, you know, it's got it's got a bit of protection there. And I crushed up loads of um, tiger nuts and put some tiger nuts over the top of it and a little hand for a pellet. It's something slightly different. Um, just trying to try a few things different to um, see what happens so yeah and that's there that's pretty nice oh one second. Uh, Not gonna lie, there, guys, I got really excited. Um, uh, I've reeled in a twig. Uh, A few birds come out of the swim there, but they weren't diving, so I don't know how they would have got if it was them, they would have got round it. But no, nothing. I pulled in a twig, um, could have been a liner, but you heard it. I'm sure you heard it on that then. But yeah, (laughs) nothing on that. Right, let me get that one out. I need to get that one back out straight away, and then I'll update you guys uh, a bit more information on that. and the other rod so yeah sorry about that guys but my heart's going <laughs> low. right guys sorry about it. we're back out yeah so to update you um the rod that went off him was the left hand rod which was the rod i was just talking about so yeah um my conclusion from it is it definitely went a crayfish because that one to bleed like a crayfish and i got oh, i got a four ounce inline lead on it so i very much doubt that would be a crayfish if, not, if it was a crayfish it would have to be bloody like superman crayfish you know like you know something like that um i did see some ducks swim out the swim as i said but um i don't think it was them they were swimming out they, they, they weren't diving down there and it's like five foot i don't know if ducks go five foot i know um Mallards, not mallards, uh, coots, go about, they, they can go like seven foot or quite deep. But they were ducks, uh, I don't think it was them. So I think it was either a liner or a potential pickup. It, I don't know, maybe I'm not too sure. Yeah, so I don't know on that one. But I guess it's a it's a half positive sign that it potentially could have been a fish. <laughs> anyway, the next rod, um, that's to the right hand side as well. That's my right hand rod and that's fishing the lily pads just to the right and the lily pads there, I put my marker rod right out and there's a nice bit of gravel, um, not all over it but uh, the back end more is more into the corner. So I did that, um, found some nice gravel as I said, a nice big five foot gravel patch and then it goes up to four 4 foot and it goes up ro- like quite high to the margins then quite quick. So I dropped it on the, the five foot um, gravel patch there and on that I've got a hard Atlantic heat pop up again uh, with Atlantic boilies and a PVA bag on top of it so, yep, fingers crossed guys that's the rods out a little bit of excitement early on and let's see how we get on fingers crossed right, I've just redone the rods and I'm glad I have done um, I've just obviously redone them because it's starting to get dark and I wanted to double check that they were all set for the night uh, because of the potential cray problem and yeah, I've been crayed. Uh, the first rod on the left, most of that boilie had been taken, so I've redone that one. Well, we've obviously redone them both. Kind of repeat myself here a little bit, aren't oh, no, I, guys? <laughs> yeah. So what I've done with that one is actually wrapped that one in that that shrink stuff because I've got to have one bait out all night at least, you know, to have a to have a chance of catching a carp. That's just ridiculous. Um, and the second rod um, on the right, that redone that one obviously. That a quarter of that had only gone, so I've obviously put a new bait on it and put it out again. Um, I don't expect it to last a night, it's gonna get crayed I reckon. Uh maybe it's a silly mistake, maybe I should have wrapped that one as well. But I don't have no confidence in that wrap stuff, so it that's the way it is and that's the chance we're gonna take guys. So yeah, um yeah they're both back out um, and let's hopefully 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 manage to nick one in the night guys so let's see what happens. Wish me luck Well guys trip's over. Um I'm no longer on the bank uh just wanna talk about a few things and update you guys. Um I didn't mention this earlier but when me and Alex dropped into the swims, I was in like the corner swim, um, as you come from the car park. Alex went two swims up to the left. Um he got his uh, he, he put his zig rods out, had them out for about a half hour and then someone jumped in next to him to do the night. Um <clears throat> understandably he was a little bit upset, because uh, it's like it just felt like was, he, and he, and he was blocked in and he was blocked in. The other guy was casting fair near to his baits anyway. Um so kind of rather off, so he decided to move, and he went to the top end of the lake, um, and to give it a go up there. Which is, you know, fair enough. I would, I would have done exactly the same thing because he was boxed in. You know, at the end of the day, Legends Lake is a super hard water to catch carp. You know, any, anything like that can, you know, just jeopardize the chance of you catching a fish. I don't know why people do this when they go next to you and stuff when there's so many spaces in the lake. Anyway, moving on for that, he went up there. Uh, so last night. I didn't catch anything um, where I left off my last section of the podcast. I um, basically recast my rods, and my, I'd obviously been crayed a bit, uh, so I put the left one out. Um, and, you know, I wrapped it up and stuff, and never one out, out without being wrapped up. So um, about four o'clock this morning, I could hear some like rustling outside my bivvy and I was thinking, "Who's that? What's going on?" I can hear someone, and then I heard like some bait going, and, and like I, instantly I knew. I knew someone had gone in the swim to the right of me, literally to the right of me. Or like in the like I said, I'm in the corner, but there's a swim just to the right of me there. Which is there's no night fishing in that swim. It's like a day swim, but literally they're on they're on top of each other. Honestly, it's like well, you know, I used my baiting scoop to get my, my right hand rod right out, and that was only eight sections, so eight times one, you know, one and a half there. You know, it always oh, shows you the distance how close it is. Um, had my pod pointing in that that direction as well. But yet someone decided to go in there. Um, so they were putting bait out. And I was just like, really? This is like, you know, four o'clock in the morning I heard this. And I was just shaking, shaking my head. So I literally I laid there for a bit. And I literally just got up and packed up. I just thought, it's just no point. He, you know, he's written the swim off for me. You know, at the moment he's, he's written the swim off for himself. Um, I was so frustrated because, that, you know, in that swim there, I know bite time, and I, 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 on the lake anyway in itself, bite time... Uh, is the early hours in the morning? Um I didn't say anything. I'm not like that, you know. It's just I'm not one of these people. But he was an old boy when I when I went past, and I thought an old person would like an old boy would know better, you know. If, you know, fishing etiquette and all that. You just don't do stuff like that, especially when there's loads of other swims on the lake, you know. He he, he probably had it. He said that you know that's the swim he wanted to go, and just went straight into it. But I just think you know you just don't do that. When when me and Alex got there yesterday, we walked around the lake and there was another swim potentially we were going to go in Alex, let's go now. we can't go there because that you know there's a guy fishing over there i mean that that was that was a you know a massive difference from where this guy was next to me but we know we always do things like that we don't do that you know and that's the annoying thing with these commercial fisheries like this is like you know this has happened a few times now and it's really frustrating that people just plot up next to you when you know they're just making it difficult for, them, for themselves and like especially on, you know, I've already said this a second ago. Especially on the legends, like here, it's so hard as it is. The fish are so finicky, you know, and you're just writing it off for yourself. And I just, you know, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It just, it baffles me. So anyway, rant over on that. i'm Super pissed off, definitely. um So first of all, let's talk about Alex, and then I'll update you on on one of mine. Uh, Alex was severely craved on his, his bait, had gone on both of them. So, from the craze, it's just the craze seems to have got worse in there, like lately, like really have. So, he was like, he was very frustrated with that. Um, my left hand rod, uh, there was just a tiny piece of buoy left. No, sorry, on my left hand rod was one that was wrapped. So, I tell you what, the, the craze, even though it was wrapped, the craze had battered the wrapping as well and taking that you know not fully apart but they'd given it a good go honestly like definitely ripped it apart um when i pulled it in it pulled in the twig as well and i don't know if i if if the cray had pulled the the rig into the into the twig or whether i pulled the twig in when i reeled it in i don't know but basically the, the, the crays had, had, you know had definitely been playing around with that which we knew was going to be the case um my other rod my right hand rod uh which is on the uh pads uh on the gravel patch there that, that that just had a little bit of buoy left on it. So um, yeah. Gutted. But yeah, so how, I don't know how long that was out there for both of them not really fishing. Well the one on the right, for that's for sure. But anyway, so uh, moving on that, obviously I had a catch up with Alex this morning and had a chat about it. And I, if you if you recall, I said I was using hard hookers, um, and I borrowed some of Alex Alex said to me, did, did, did you think them hard hookers were soft? And I said, Fair enough, I actually did think that. I just thought, you know, that because he had soaked them, they'd, they'd softened up. And he goes, No, normally when I soak them, they go hard, even harder. He goes, I can't even, I struggle to get a baiting needle for it. He actually said, He thought the hard hookers that he had <clears throat> yesterday, which they were 15 mils, we normally like to use 18s there, <clears throat> but he had no 18s left. He said, they're normally, they're normally a lot harder. He goes, They were actually quite soft. Um, so we put it down to that. Potentially because Alex has been using these hard hookers recently, and, and the craze have struggled to get through them. <clears throat> so, it's made me think I'm gonna. I am. We have got, as I said before, I think I said in the, my last podcast, I've got some on order, which, funnily enough, have been delivered today to Alex's house. So I've got some 80 mil hard hookers. So, um, the plan is to go again tomorrow. Uh, all all being going well, and to use um, 80 mil hard hooker. And see if that makes a difference, like well, as long as they 're like super hard, uh which they have been previously, and then one want them ones weren't and then um me and Alex are talking about you know what, what what else can we try that's you know trying to be different as well, and that i've obviously tried tiger nuts, and I'm obviously not writing stuff i 'm not going through baits trying them if they don't work in one session, you know that's it, I write them off it's not the case at all, but um you know because I still think tiger nuts have got a lot of home out there. You know, I just said in the podcast earlier, I was putting tiger nuts out anyway, till I crushed tiger nut on my first on the left hand rod. Um, but anyway, what I've decided to do is I'm going to try, I'm actually going to try maize. Uh, so I've got some maize in the freezer that i made up a while ago, so I'm going to get that out tonight. I'm going to put it in a bucket and I'm going to soak it in a load of um, uh, sweet corn extract as well to get make it a bit sweetie, it's flavored like nice, and then I'm going to fish um, a like. buoyant rig over that and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna fish at the moment I'm gonna fish uh, two yellow pop-up sweet corn maize whatever I've got in my box and tip that with a white white one as well because I've got some white like sweet corn maize and tip that on top of that just so it stands out over all all the maize now I intend to put quite a lot quite a bit of maize out I say quite a bit probably like maybe a kilo on the spot the reason being because there is obviously tension bream in there so i risk attracting them in but i don't think cray's like maize i could be wrong but i'm going to find out so i could end up catching other fish or like nuisance fish or nuisance fish being bream tension you know there's big tension there uh so i wouldn't say no to like an eight nine pound tench, you know but um i don't really want bream but i need to try it i need to try something a little bit different so that's the plan what i'm going to do so yeah that's how I'm feeling. So what I'll do is I'll probably update you guys in another segment on what the weather's doing before I get there. But, yeah, that's what happened last night. Uh, still feeling a bit annoyed by it. But that's just that's just commercial freshness for you, really, honestly. Anyway, guys, yep, if you're listening to this far, thank you so much. And I shall no doubt speak to you tomorrow morning uh, with a weather update and the plan for that session. Well, guys, it's Thursday early morning and I am absolutely buzzing I've got over my little sulk I was having Wednesday morning from a Tuesday night's uh, overnighter on Legends Lake, and now I'm buzzing about getting back on Legends Lake again tonight for another cheeky overnighter to continue my little uh, crayfish journey, as I seem to be having on there. Uh, well, that's that's uh, if we can get on the lake. Hopefully, um, hopefully it won't be too busy. Fingers crossed and all that. Um, I really want to get on there, but yeah, so I'm all prepared for it. Um. As I, as I think I've said in the last segment, um, I've got um, what I'm going to do is one rod. I'm going to put a, a load of maize out basically. So um, I had some in the freezer. I've already said this. I'm sure I have. So I got that out uh, yesterday after work. Uh, put it in a tub and I've mixed in loads of um, sweet corn extract to give it you know more of a sweet sort of smelly taste to it now. Uh, so hopefully that should attract in uh, you know the carp and probably some barry bream. Mm, enough said about that but let's see I've got to try it um, and all I'm going to do is going to fish um, I've already said this but I'm definitely going to do this going to fish uh, three artificial bits of sweet corn two yellow and uh, the third one will be tipped with um, a white one so two pieces and a white one on top uh, I bought it buoyant I don't know I can't remember how buoyant they are um, whether it's um, going to pop the rig up enough. if it should do um, I'll retest re- it I'll test it in the water but hopefully it will pop the rig up but that's what I'm going to do there and on the second rod uh, as I said Alex has got those hard hookers now on my one so well not apparently last time when we had the 18 mils they were rock solid so I'm sure they will be um, I'm going to put one of them on and fish over a bed of uh, Atlantic heat boilies um, I'm going to put a fair few out I've got I don't know if you recall if you listen back to my other podcast um, I rolled some Atlantic heat boilies um, probably about a month and a half ago and they've been in the freezer so I've got about half a kilo there so I'm going to put half a kilo out on top of that uh, because obviously the crays are there in the end of the day and hopefully that'll keep them busy. Obviously, don't know what swims are in yet and obviously what lake as well. Yep, so I'm absolutely buzzing. Can't wait to get there. Quick look at the weather. Um, weather's getting better, uh, as in for catching carp. Uh, pressure, max pressure is 102.2 and drops down to 102.0. Um, and the heat is well max 27 degrees and it's going to drop to 15 degrees so all in all both the pressure and the heat has dropped um, so that's that's uh that's a good that's a good sign um i've also got a, like this fishing app i always look at as well um and it's got free fishes on it and free fishes means that's the that's the, ha- the highest you can have on there for like for catching carp so <laughs> that's um another indication as well i'm trying my best to to try and look at the weather and pressure and the moon phases a bit more, just to try and you know learn it and understand how much of an impact that does have, if any. Um, I've always been like, with moon phases, always been a bit like, has it, is it, is it not... I don't know. So I look at the moon phase and it's, it's, we're like a day and a half off of a full moon. And a full moon's is meant to be good for, for big commons anyway. But that's not, it's not a full moon. It's a day and a half away, um, which is unfortunately we're not fishing on that. But, you know, we're looking at it, nearly a full moon. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a guru in it at all. But looking at it, obviously, pressure, you know, that I, I sort of believe in the pressure side of it. Heat obviously has, a, has an impact on it as well. So I, I definitely definitely think pressure and heat is, is a, a goer to go on. Moon phases, I just, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm 50-50 on it still. Still yet to make my mind up. But, yeah, I'm going to start trying to look at moon phases as well. And I'll drop that in there here and there. Uh, certainly if we, if I fish a full moon. Um, so anyway, yeah, totally buzzing. Can't wait to get down there. Um, uh, yeah, and I'll speak to you guys in the next segment and update you guys what swim I'm on and hopefully confirming that I'm on Legends Lake. Fingers crossed, guys. Fingers crossed. Well, guys, I'm here. I've just had a walk around Legends Lake and unfortunately, it's too busy. I've just jumped back in my car. Don't worry. It's recording hands-free. Um, and I'm going to move up to the next lake um, Nando's Lake and have a look on there and see see how busy that is just Legends Lake's too busy and it's too frustrating because like ah, oh, it's so frustrating honestly you put, I put that time into it, like get the maze all sorted out and that um, and you go on there and it's busy it's like ah and I called Alex because he ain't here yet sorry I, I called Alex and he ain't here yet and um, he's he's been preparing some maze as well so he's a bit Well, I understand he's gutted as well. But, um, yeah, so let's go and have a look at Nando's lake and see how busy or not busy that is. And um, make a call on that lake. So I'll talk to you guys in a second. Right, guys, um, what I decided I'm going to do is I'm going to end this podcast here and um, start another one uh, fresh because I'm on a different lake. I was just thinking about it when I was driving down to look at Nando's Lake and I'm thinking hang on a second like this is obviously a podcast for you guys to listen to but it was also a diary for me to go back and listen to and see what I've done and um, I'm not going to know unless I've put it in the description then I'm going to be reading the description so I'm going to end it here and then start another podcast and put that out the week after how's that sound guys so I want to thank you so much if you got all the way to the end Really do appreciate it. Um, any questions or like advice you can give me, seriously advice, especially advice on catching fish with loads of craze, honestly, I really would appreciate that, guys. Just hit me up, and, and Instagram's the, the, probably the best one. Uh, just just search uh, Quest Fishing Adventures, and, and I'll come up on there. And, oh, guys, thank you so much for getting this far. I really do appreciate it, and I really hope you enjoyed it, and I shall speak to you in my next one. If you're not done already guys you could do me a massive favor and hit me up on instagram just search quest fishing adventures on there i'm uploading some photos and some short videos you can also ask me questions or give me some advice too that would be absolutely mega anyway take care of yourself guys and tight lines and see you on my next podcast